was a uh, the, the the term that gets used in IT all the time is yak shaving, uh, what? Yak which is the shaving? last the last step in a series of steps that occurs when you find you need something to do, and then you have to go on a series of fetch quests to actually do the thing you wanted to do in the first place. <laughs> yes, that's 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 the story of my life. Yeah. <laughs> So the the original blog post where they were talking about it, it was it started with uh, they wanted to wax their car and end up with. So anyway, I was at the zoo shaving a yak. <laughs> <laughs> of course, hence, hence well, the term yak shaving. Reminds me a little bit of uh, Jamie's post about your spider. So then I just started blasting. Yes, <laughs> so I started blasting. <laughs> Man, everyone hates the huntsman. Oh my god! I, I, I yeah no. Just well, it's know. it's not specific to the Huntsman. It's the whole genus spider arachnophobia thing, <laughs> or whatever you want to call that. The whole phylum. You need more. You need yes. more the whole phylum. You need more Alice Cooper <laughs> in your life. With the Black Widow song playing in the background. With the the whole intro by Vincent Price. I I don't know that one. Uh, do you? No, it's it's the best. It's the whole. Uh, it's a guy leading people through some kind of museum of natural wonders, and he does the. And oh, now we come there's... to Arachnida, the spider, my favorite collection. <laughs> and he goes yeah, on about a bunch of different spiders, and eventually jumps into a rant about the Black Widow and how it's the best spider of all. And then the song starts. And then the song starts. I think I'm thinking of Michael Jackson. You're thinking thriller? of Thriller. Yes, 100. percent with Vincent Price, you know, doing his speech at the beginning of the of the music video, Darkness or actually, it's in the song across too. the land. The midnight hour is close at hand. Yes, That's the one you found. Um, but he, <laughs> yes, just me. It's only me. I'm the only person that's ever heard Thriller. Um, <laughs> fun fact: I was telling the kids the other day when I was probably five, I thought I was related to Michael Jackson because we shared a name. That makes sense. I, I thought that's how it worked. Usually it's the last name, but yeah, <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> I didn't know that. And there's only five of the Jacksons, right? So it could have been you. <laughs> I was the secret sixth Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I claimed the sound, He worked the soundboard. <laughs> the other mic for, overshadowed you. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I was the, uh, the understudy. They would have thrown me in if, if uh, Michael got sick. I uh, I missed the Friday episode of Wheel of Time, so <gasps> I seen no spoilers, yet. no spoilers. But you, but but you don't know that the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we're we're waiting until this first season is over to watch them, to binge them, rather than episode by episode, because I can't do, I don't like cliffhangers. I'd rather just watch it all. Spoiled by streaming. I'm the same way, but spoiled by streaming. I'm exactly the reverse. I I hate binging stuff. Really? <laughs> yeah. You like because the... if I if I if I binge like eight hours of television, I remember no minutes of it at the end. I I like to have like here's an hour of content. Now go away, listen to a podcast about it, discuss it with friends. You know, go go on for a week wondering what's going to happen next, and then you get the next one. I, I love that. I generally have to watch it three or four times to even remember because I always have it on while I'm doing something else. I never sit and watch TV 
Like I'm sitting mm-hmm. doing something, I throw that on, and I'll stop and watch it, and you know, chase the squirrels. But I, I just I can't just sit and watch TV. Yeah, see, I'm just opposite. I am laser beamed, and if there's a noise in the house, I go back ten seconds, <laughs> so I can I can miss whatever, you know, quarter second of whatever it was that I missed. Yeah, good. I I okay. Here's here's one for you. Subtitles or no subtitles? subtitles. Depends. Subtitles. Depends on what I'm watching. If I've seen it a hundred times, I don't want subtitles. Yeah. Generally, if it's my first time watching it, I kind of do, just so, so I can pick up on stuff. Well, a lot of times, the really hushed dialogue, you're mm-hmm. not going to see, or you're going to hear the wrong word. Right. But it's also cool to go back and watch a movie you've seen two or three times, like Harry Potter, and see that desire is spelled backwards as the mirror, like we were talking about last week or the week before. <laughs> I don't know why that just just shocked me. I'm like, <gasps> that that blew your that blew your mind. It did. Clearly. It did. I'm just like, oh my god! I read the book and didn't even see it. I had to wait to see c- caption on the movie. Eighteen years later, we've got all kinds of people in chat today. Yay! Super. Hi, Coward is back. Espinoza nine sixteen. How are you? Uh, Exiton, get welcome. Lost. How's it going? Um, I can't remember. Did we talk about uh, Blade Runner, the director's cut, the difference of the director's cut? I know I talked about it with somebody. I mean, I've I don't think it was a... discussed it before in my life. Okay. I don't know if it was so on it's, here. It's, it's sort of in a similar vein, but if you remember the, uh, I guess the theatrical cut of Blade Runner. You've got Deckard talking in the background. Yeah. Sort of, he's explaining things and stuff like Parody. that. And the director's cut, gone completely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you have, you have no context narration in the back. <laughs> and the movie actually feels very different. Because he's explaining things, you know, in the original. But in the other one, you've you got to watch what's going on. And it's, it's kind of it like actually the, feels quite different. It's like the David Lynch Dune versus the non- because you hear them t- thinking in their yes, head, that's like right. describing yeah. scenery or what they're thinking or what they're going through. Yeah, it was uh, yeah, Paul talking all the time in his brain. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the, the mind killer. Which I like the kid in the new one, how he is going through this. Spoilers, but I mean, you've had time. Um, he's going through the pain. I haven't. <laughs> Talk about I haven't had time. That's right. You haven't had. Okay. All right, Mike. I will defer from telling this part. I like <laughs> that scene as it's done in the new movie and how he reacts. I'll just say that. I, I, says I don't think you can play. spoil June for me. I've read it about five times. <laughs> sure. Well. It'll probably seen some of the movies, but it's just yeah. his reaction. Like yeah. uh, when Paul does it in the 84 movie, he's just like in pain and agony and like, you know, shaking and he's thinking these thoughts of like paint mind killer. Uh, 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 uh. And she's finally like enough. And he pulls his hand out like, Oh, I can understand. So I like how they have Paul react to her in the newer movie much, much yeah, better. Yeah, I do too. I do too. So we have something to look forward to. <laughs> that one scene. <laughs> Get it for Christmas. Jeez. Speaking of scenes, Geyser. Geyser. <laughs> so real quick disclaimer. I have braces put on Friday, so if I'm slurring or it's hard to understand me, sorry, but it is what it is. What? Shut up. <laughs> new new hardware. Yes. yes. I uh, I've been upgraded slightly. I'm gonna I get you a Starburst like... for Christmas. 
Goose. Goose, <laughs> I cyborg. Put like six ounces of wax on my bottom canine to keep my lip from getting whole dr- drilled through it. So, last time, you guys spoke with a couple of mercenaries, got on their good side, at least half of them, got a little information about who is hiring them, why they're here. Any questions about that? Does anybody have a bad memory? Bad memory. <laughs> bad memory? No, I'd like to see him again. One way or another. What happened? Uh, talking to the, the fighter and the sorceress, sorcerer, uh, them talking about Blue Duke, um, how they've got this Zoden who's also down there waiting on the half orcs, and they're having these half orcs being hired to be personal guard for some sort of um, nobility in Cauldron. Um, but, you know, they're too low on the totem pole to actually know details and people. Uh, they mentioned that the Blue Duke was speaking to a veiled woman. Did I mention that? You, you mentioned it was a small woman. Okay. Small woman, dark clothes, you know, uh, thin, small woman, dark clothes with a veil. Um uh, over her face. So she Obviously, was... Obviously, it was a beholder. Yes, with, <laughs> with chicken arms. Um, let them go. They they told you straight up, you have killed a vampire. You've killed <laughs> Drakthar, who was a lieutenant of ours. Uh, you can put the veil down. <laughs> <laughs> Drakthar, who found some sort of evil something um, and was turned into this nightmarish vampire of a creature. Um, but you guys had already vanquished the chair. Ta-da! <laughs> comfy the chair. Yes, the comfy chair. <laughs> I didn't think it was very comfy. <laughs> Got a little bit. Oh, that's right. And I gave you all some uh, mm-hmm. achievements. Uh, achievements have been unlocked after that boss fight. And now you're looking for Drakthar, which you're pretty certain under this loamy earthy cucumber for uh, <laughs> cucumber rich earth uh, <laughs> you believe you may have found him and the last thing that happened was you guys set yourself up <laughs> facing away from the treasure mm-hmm. flanking this hole and Khaldun pulls out the uh, the water skin hose. of hosing <laughs> uh, water and just says geyser 30 gallons of water shoot out in six seconds, blasting off the top of this uh, this dirt in this hole. The dirt's not very deep. It's two or three inches deep beyond uh, where the the stone was there. Well, the broken stone now that Farzan has done his uh, mighty uh, pick Excavation. Yes. You blast this dirt and turn it to mud and shoot it off. And in that 60 seconds, at 30 gallons of water, you blast enough dirt to basically exhume down to his shoulders Drakthar. But he doesn't move. And you look at him, and his face is desiccated. It's gaunt. Uh, eyes open, head to the side, mouth, you know, mouth open. Uh, eyes milky white. Doesn't move and looks looks in really bad shape. But he's planted like a carrot? Lengthways? <laughs> it's a field of Drakthar. Yes. He, 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 <laughs> be, behold the field <laughs> where we grow our Drakthars. 
and see that it is barren. If you bite it, uh, they will come. <laughs> so it looks like he yeah. t- he made the best out of this hole in the ground to put his grave dirt. Uh, and this is where you think he rested. But he is very, very dead undead dead. <laughs> the uh, the crop, crop's looking a bit sad this year. <laughs> It's going to be a poor harvest. Why are they growing Drexars in here? <laughs> so this, this, this is a terrible I, I cash think, crop. I for think this time we here. should still stake him and drag him outside and tie him to the roof of a house or something. I don't know. <laughs> I agree. We need to put that stake. I think, doesn't Tarathiel have a, have a wooden stake? He does. Okay. I believe but, you should uh, go ahead and put that through his heart. Just I'll in reach case. down and I'll yank Drakthar out of the mud. Well, with Farazon's help, you. Uh, well, I don't know. You're you're not like a a wimpy dude. Yeah, it's no, no problem. Like it takes a little bit of time because he's still three quarters buried in dirt. You guys are a couple more times. It blasts mud everywhere, and uh-huh. eventually, you know, a couple minutes, you get Drakthar out of the hole, um, and his entire body. Um, I mean, obviously what you see is wearing his leather armor is desiccated. Like he's just, there's not any fluid in his body. He's been chaired. The uncomfy chair. Yes. He still has his face. put all the stuffing down one end? (laughs) Do what? I said he still (laughs) has his face. Yes, face is still there. Okay. And there's not bites all over him. It's not like he's been drained of blood. You don't see that. It's not like he was in the chair and, you know, like you've got teeth mark all over your butt, fares on from, from the bitings. <laughs> uh, Drakthar doesn't have that. Huh. This doesn't feel like the chair did it to him. This does not bode well. Maybe someone else killed him and left him there? I don't know. <clears throat> um, I mean, we killed him once. Fish, yeah. Now, didn't um, didn't we? Didn't didn't the chair try to mentally affect us as well? Scared, feared us, I think, or feared Drethia. All the the mouths moaned and screamed and and uh, hollered at once, causing just this aura of fear uh, that Drethia was having no part of. (laughs) Didn't like that. All right, Drathiel uh, is invisible, but he will uh, he will hop down on his knees beside this corpse and pull out the stake and then very carefully pulp fiction it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's so, a, it's a Koopy Gracie. He just he will be, become him. visible as he just rams this wooden <laughs> stake into this thing's chest. He's like... The stake, it resists, but you pierce it right through his heart and it stays... In place, the, no problem. The chest crunching perforation. Yes, you have to get through that sternum. <laughs> yeah, got nothing. Got to really, that really come down. Got to really come down with that needle. <laughs> get, get, yeah, that's right. Three, <clears throat> two. Okay. <laughs> uh, is immediately back on his feet and shaking his hands like ah. But like, I like it. I like it. I like it. And I. That's not a comfortable feeling. I don't like it. So we, Is it we've, dead? 
Please tell me it's dead. <laughs> I mean, it was already dead, but tell me it's not going to move. I believe well, now that the stake is there, it cannot, right? That I is think what it's Genia paralyzed? said. Yeah. But it may not be dead. Um, yeah, I say we haul this thing out. Throw it in the middle of the road or something. I mean, there's a microwave somewhere. We can just put it in the microwave. <laughs> yeah, just put it in the microwave put it on melt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's mine. You're like a gremlin. Uh, we, had, we had a microwave incident the other day, which wasn't really an incident. It was just a little bit of, a little bit of melty. And our, our youngest was running through the house. He's like, ah! It's like, it's not that big of a deal. I think he's right. running through the house with a microwave. With a microwave. Like, ah, I'm waiting That's for a the pretty big deal. <laughs> Jeez. Your house sounds like my house. <laughs> Much panic. Uh, um, right. You've dragged uh, him out. You've staked him through the heart. You're standing on a ledge 70 feet, 85 feet from the ground. <laughs> and there is a pauper's horde behind you. So, about that. Um, yes. Will it fit in the chest? The chest runneth over. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. There, so, in a quick estimation with Kaldun's gr- giant brain, there's at least 20,000 <laughs> coins here. Like, this is a massive amount of coinage. Not to mention all the other stuff uh, that you found with it, like the the quiver and all the other items that I mentioned last time. Yes, the, the the chest is full, but there's still probably another ten thousand coins lying about, just on the floor. Okay, so I, I think we plucked all the interesting bits out except for the coins, right? Yeah, and it is majority, like seventy percent of it. It more than that, eighty five percent of it is copper. Um, there are some loose silver strong throughout. Um, depending, on how much time do you want to take to look at this stuff? I mean. I'm not saying it's going to take hours, but if you want to spend a little bit of time just kind of getting an idea of everything, maybe 20 minutes. Well, he's supposedly he's paralyzed. So I think we can take some time to figure out what's here. Ish. Nudge him off the cliff, maybe. I don't want to do that. The stake might fall out. I mean, you need to keep this stake in him. Nudge him. <laughs> Let's put him right there. Ah. Is that where he is? Teal <laughs> <laughs> takes off running. Ah, it's crawling, <laughs> climbing the walls. I think it moved. <laughs> How about that? Like does, that make, does that make you feel better? <laughs> yes, no. much better. Okay. I, I guess All I can right, take so my ninja mask off. Take a little time. Put a little hole there. Because that's a nice, deep little hole there. Um. Let's see. Um, it's terms of weapons and armor. I know we found the mithril chain shirt. shirt. How about, let me Let's, just go down the list again. Okay, okay. Kind of give you guys uh, another once over. So the coinage, um, you're taking some time. That's what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. Um, 17,000 plus or minus a few hundred copper, about 3,500 silver all mixed in with that. Mm-hmm. There's a rusty battle axe. A longbow, just a regular longbow. Uh, there is a quiver, which Khaldun did determine is yep. magical. I do. Uh, there is a rapier that is masterwork. There is a spear, silver-headed, that's masterwork, which I think uh, Farazan's already taken. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a breastplate 
that's got a griffin emblazoned on the front. It doesn't really symbol any, symbolize anything that you can think of, but it's very nice. Um, a mithril chain shirt. A shield that's made out of very similar material, uh, that mushroom material you've been seeing a couple of times while you've been in the Underdark. It's made out of that. And the wooden chest, which has most of the gold, a gold bracelet worth 500 silver pieces, a silver comb inlaid with an amber gem worth 1,500 silver pieces, a small ivory flute with a jade inlay worth 2,500 silver. There was a necklace that was glowing magic and a little token in the shape of a feather. Oh, excuse me, in the shape of a bird, bird that, was also, yeah. that was also glowing. <clears throat> With magic. Magic. A lot of magique. stuff. Some stuff. Considering, uh, that's what I've noticed about the author of this particular adventure. Like, nothing really has stuff on it. It's all just piled at the end. So you get just through files. the end. And, yeah, you get all your loot at the end. So, so now we know what we have to do. We sneak past all the baddies, find the, the pile. That is definitely a plan. <laughs> yes, that's right. Get all the yes, get the magic items and then bring them to bear. It's foolproof, Calderon. <laughs> foolproof, I tell you. He's a bear. Um, uh, if nobody else wants them, I'll take the longbow and the, the uh, masterwork rapier. Because I'm okay. proficient with both, and they're both pretty good. Um, I wouldn't mind the quiver, depending on... It. I don't think anyone else is going to use it, but most no. of the time I'm probably not going to shoot the longbow, but just in case we come across things that are immune. Two psychic daggers. Dagger, dagger. <laughs> uh, sure, yeah. I, I don't have a problem with that. Make good use of it. Is there okay. a way that we can identify these things of magic? We can, given some time, I can do it. I don't know if you want to do it now, but yes, I can. Essentially, you can identify all magic with a short rest. Yeah, they've just made just it very, sit, very simple. With it. You, rub, you rub it against your face. <laughs> Lick <laughs> it. Stick <laughs> it up your nose. Oh, yeah, look! Yeah, this, it's a wand of fireballs. This is a uh, this is a shrunken head for sure. <laughs> Taste transmutationally. Yeah, <laughs> tastes, <laughs> tastes like change. Mm. Uh, no. So spent twenty twenty five minutes cleaning this up, categorizing, getting this the coin out of here might be a little bit of a trouble, at least in one trip, because um, seventeen hundred copper is like a lot of pounds. I can do the math, yeah. but it's really not important right now. Yeah. Well, also, it gets the jewelry. The jewelry's. Really, the biggest haul in addition to the magic items. Yeah, I mean, I mean forty-five those... hundred silver is nice. Seventeen hundred, seventeen, seventeen thousand. Yeah, seventeen thousand copper. Though that's one hundred seventy gold. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. It's not as it's much like as a... the comb. It's not a matter yeah, exactly. of physics. It's where you grip the husk. As far as getting seventeen thousand <laughs> copper out of this eighty-foot high the... ledge in a dungeon. What if we put them all on a line, like Canadian money with holes in them? Oh, yes. Let's string them together. Well, it's Christmas. It's like stringing popcorn, right? That doesn't. <laughs> that goes quickly. <clears throat> Seven um, days later. 
I guess uh, Chad will take a handful of the copper to give to Boxy next time we see him. Okay. <laughs> but uh, otherwise, I'm not that concerned with the, the copper. The coins, right. yeah. Probably probably pocket a few silver, just because I can. Yeah, try to scoop up as much silver as we can. Okay, I mean, 2,000. Um, if, we, if we dump out the copper from the from the treasure chest and put all of the silver and then anything that'll fit into it. That, yeah, that that'd should, make it easier that to carry. Hmm? Make it easier to carry. Yeah, so just take everything yeah. except the copper, right? I if mean, you just take no copper, everything will fit in that chest. Okay. Okay. Uh, not not this not the big weaponry or the big armor, but like jewels, jewelry, um even the quiver if you want to, all the smaller items. Uh, the bigger armor, obviously the spear, uh, rapier, they don't fit. But if you take the time to get all the co- all the silver, leave the copper and throw everything in the chest, call it an hour and you've got it. Okay. Um, so we, uh, uh, ter- Terathiel and Farazan can load the chest while Khaldun sits with the magic items. That'll work. Do that. Yeah, oh. that'll work. I'll let you do that. If you'll let me identify, I'm sure. Sure. Yeah, that's yep. a Lilu Della's multitasking. I mean, <laughs> so I, th- I think in a short rest, I can only identify what item, but I can ritual cast identify six times. There you go. Okay. As long as I don't have to go near that thing. So there's no cost. Uh, no, no I, have a, I have a hundred gold pissed pearl. But, and it's not expended. That's what it's I'm getting expensive. at, right? Okay. No. Yeah, no problem. So you're going to spend your hour um, casting spells while they do all the manual labor. Smart. Mm-hmm. So, the three items. <laughs> cool, worthless. <laughs> cool, worthless. <laughs> He's got the coins. He's like, got it, got it, got it, got it. Need it, got need it, it, need it, need it, need it, it, got it, got it. Oh, trash. <laughs> all right. So we'll start with the Qual's feather, feather token, token in the shape of a bird. And then we'll move on to the quiver of Ilona. Oh, that's a good. Which is basically like the never ending quiver. Uh, we can look at the details here in a second if you'd like. I save on so many arrows. Yes. You, and, and I don't know. Spears and wands and staves and anything. Long and slender. Pull on. Get the official. Boop. It's efficient quiver. Uh, it's an efficient quiver in five e, but it's a quiver of Ilona. Uh, each of the three of the quivers three component. Why am I trying to read when I can barely speak? Connects like one of us to dimensional space that allows quiver to hold numerous items that will that will never weigh more than two pounds. The shortest component compartment. Can hold up to 60 arrows, bolts, or similar objects. The mid-sized compartment holds up to 18 javelins or similar. The longest compartment holds up to six long objects, such as bows, quarterstaffs, or spears. You may draw any item from the quiver. You may any, you may draw any item the quiver contains, as if doing so from a regular quiver or scabbard. So it's not the one that gives you infinite, but it just holds a ton. Mm-hmm. It's a quiver of holding. Yes. This is um. It, it may even be better with Fezan. holding spears and things. Yeah, I do, I yeah. do well, have a few it, weapons. A hundred javelins. Uh, it would be it'd be hilarious for him to wear it across his back and be like, "Hey, does it have any weapons?" He'd be like, ten foot quarterstaff." Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> Here's this tree I put in here earlier. Exactly. <laughs> 
So the feather token bird, this tiny object looks like a feather. You can use uh, you can use an action to toss the token five feet to the air. The token disappears, and an enormous multicolored bird takes its place. The bird has the t- statistics of a rock. ROC rock. But it obeys your simple commands and can't attack. It can carry up to 500 pounds while flying at its maximum speed, 16 miles an hour, for up to 144 miles per day, with a one-hour rest for every three hours of flying, or 1,000 pounds at half the speed. The bird disappears after flying its maximum distance for a day, or if it drops below zero hit points, you can dismiss the bird as an action. It is consumable, so it's a one-time, it's a one-off thing. Aw, it's probably probably a ways to make it fly one copper piece backwards and forwards to the surface for the next 24 hours isn't it <laughs> yeah but that would be so cool <laughs> i don't think it'll fit though that's a big turkey and finally the necklace has four beads on it oh no which can be taken Ooh. off and thrown to cast fireball oh no it is necklace. a necklace of fireballs oh. with four beads on it I think Khaldun just had an organism. <laughs> Guys, I, I yes. have a crazy idea. What if we put him back in the hole, cover him in the copper, and then drop one of the fireballs on top of him? <laughs> <laughs> so I got a question about the necklace of fireballs. Sure. Uh, does it require attunement? Uh, okay, let's see. Uh, you can use an action to detach a bead and throw it up to 60 feet away. When it reaches the end of the trajectory, the bead detonates as a third-level fireball. Save DC 15. Okay. Uh, you can hurl multiple beads or even the whole necklace as one action. Bandolier grenade. Exactly. Uh, when you do so, you increase the level of fireball for, by one for each bead beyond. So one D6 Waste. extra. Does not require attunement. Negative. No attunement. Okay, so that means anybody actions. anybody can use it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I suggest we give that to someone with a level head and who's not prone to making <laughs> rash decisions. Fire. I light it on fire. <laughs> you light the necklace on fire. Um, <laughs> is, is, is that you? We can give it to Orc. <laughs> He's not going to throw any. Here, Orc. Carry this for us, please. Too soon? <clears throat> just, uh, just a little too soon. So when you throw the fireball, when you throw the bead, is it a, a roll to hit? No, you treat it just like a fireball up to 60 feet away. Okay. All right. 20-foot <clears throat> radius, uh, 8d6 points of damage, DC 15, reflex save for half. You say up to that, 6 feet away, but six with zero. a 20-foot radius? 60. 60, right? Yeah. 16, <laughs> up to 16 feet away with a 20-foot radius. That's, that's 20, yeah, look 20 at my, meters. Look at my bomb. Kaboom. <laughs> Up to 20 meters. Give or take. Cool. Give, give or take a... Uh, and a obviously it, it is uh, consumable, so you only have four fireballs right now. Which is four more that you didn't have. Yes. Captain Coward says You don't mean put it on my porridge. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I, one of the first things I thought was, I wonder if I get how spicy this would be in food. <clears throat> Definitely had a burning ring of fire the following day. I think if you uh, eat all four, they put you, your portrait up on the wall. 
Yeah, p- poke holes in it and shake it over, shake it over your porridge in the morning. So you know what? It's Caldoon's looking at this necklace with great envy, and he's thinking, "I would love to burn things with this." However, his his strategic mind says that, you know what? Uh, for Zahn, actually, may be a better person to use this. <clears throat> Just drop it at his feet. <laughs> Charge in. Like one of those super mutants from uh, Fallout 4 that holds the nuke and runs at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally see um, on doing that. Because I can sling I can sling range stuff all day long. For Zahn, not so much. Right? And he's usually out in front. He has thrown may bake him a little just 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 take some uh just take some wax and stick it to the side of throwy and chuck it yeah <laughs> stick the bead yeah throwy, be- no, throwy okay. becomes I would, boomy i don't think i'd want to do that you you would definitely miss uh yeah that's one of my favorite things about 5e is magic items are unless it specifically says must be yeah, attuned to a something by, yeah mm-hmm. anybody can use it Wands. I mean, a lot of different things. There, are, I think, wand of magic missile. I remember reading about a fighter who kept the wand of magic missile and would just like, you know, zot people all the time. <laughs> it's cool. I like five E. I should all play it. I, the fair, the fairs on. Yeah, giving fairs on, and uh, you know, exploding necklace. Eh, it's you know, that's okay. But they'll definitely see it coming. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like I, I was the thing that I thought was if Tarathiel had it. Then sneaky, 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 ba boom! Oh. Oh. <laughs> now that would be terrible. Would that be terribly would that, awesome? Would yeah. that count as an attack? Tarathiel's going to practice saying "nuclear launch detected." Yes. <laughs> yes. God, Heath and I used to play uh, StarCraft Two. No, StarCraft. That was the original one, right? Yeah. Yeah. With my cousin. And a few other people in the same room. So everybody, we're, we have a LAN party going. And then we've got six computers all in the same room, all playing War, uh, StarCraft. And then I, I I, loved playing the Terran. I would just drop nukes like it was, I mean, going out of style. But anytime I cast a nuke, all six computers would go nuclear launch detected. And it was like in stereo. <laughs> And our cousin would lose his freaking mind. He's like, where is that? He's like spreading everything out. He made it so much fun. He's yeah. probably the reason I dropped so many dang nukes because I just liked him. And I, don't, and I think on purpose because of that, I never nuked him. I didn't want him going away. Like I didn't want him to be out of the game so he wouldn't freak out about it every single time. Anyway, yeah. But having six have. computers say that in tandem is pretty, uh, pretty interesting. My, my favorite land party game was Alien vs. Predator. Oh, and, yeah. uh, because because I had one friend that would always play the Marine, and so like, <laughs> yeah, every everything would be quiet in the room, and then like you would you would just tap the keyboard, and you would hear, Meep. and he's like, "Where are you?" <laughs> Still one of the creepiest sounds today. We were talking about aliens oh, earlier. Yeah. Like it's such yeah. an iconic sound now. Like you hear that something I'm bad about to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, so great. Such a good movie. All right, I give Tarathiel the Necklace of Fireballs. <laughs> That's uh, do uh, great things with this. Hide and go boom. Yes. Hide and seek. You look on the Sarah. Yeah. That's the words under our crest now. Hide and go boom. 
that's funny. If you if you look on the necklace of fireballs, uh, you know most things have like a uh, have like an engraving that say you know to you know to Sir Sir Robin or something like that. On the necklace of fireballs, it just says to whom it may concern. <laughs> <laughs> Coward and chat just said he mostly did Halo two parties, so I had um, I had whatever system it was on. We were had Halo two, and a friend of ours, Paul Heath, Paul came over, another Mm -hmm. friend, and we were playing Halo two, and my girlfriend at the time was there, and they they were playing, and we were just doing whatever else, uh, all just hanging out, and it was like one o'clock in the morning, and we decided to go to bed. And we wake up the next morning at like 7.30 in the morning and Paul and Shannon was the other one that was there are still playing at 7 o'clock in the morning, Halo 2. Paul is like cock-headed, slack-jawed, <laughs> limited drool, like zombified playing this game. I will never forget that for my entire life. Like he was so, I've never seen anybody so completely enraptured and zoned into a game oh, yeah. in my life. yeah. I it mean, was amazing. the first playthrough of Halo and Halo 2, the mm. story is fantastic. Utterly they did fantastic. such a good job, like, just revealing it. Especially yeah. when you first come across the the flood. flood. Yeah. That was amazing. There's that was just a, like, uh, wow. There's a video <laughs> that I found on YouTube of several uh, streamers, I guess is what, what the, the correct term. Our people. Uh, and they uh, have have never played Halo like Exiton, and they are uh, maybe half a dozen of them, and they've all captured um, them going through that level where the flood is revealed. Yeah, and um, yeah, it was it's fantastic because they kind of they kind of slice them together as they you know the, they go through the first bit and they all go through the first bit and they all go through the second bit and. Yeah, how they how they react to certain things. It's like, yeah, what happened in this room? It's like we haven't been here before. You know what's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, we had, go ahead. Well, we had rented Halo, and I didn't get a chance to play. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, yeah. I, I I probably missed out, but like, I, I didn't. I mean, didn't it's really a shooter, but it actually has a really it has a really engaging story. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, and it's and it's long. Well, they made seven of them for a reason, right? I mean. Yeah, really I good. played the first three, and then the three was okay, and I just, eh, after that. Dump trucks of money is the reason. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the first two were good. Speaking of dump trucks of money. Can we get out of this awful cave, money. please? <laughs> what are y'all um, plan on doing now? So, the desiccated Drakthar, is he heavy? Well, sure. I mean, <laughs> he ain't heavy. He's my vampire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's... Still probably 150 pounds. He's a big dude. Oh, okay. So he's not like heavy, heavy. He's just... Yes. I, I, he's about 150 pounds. <laughs> okay. He, he has no fluids. He's just dry skin stretched over bone at this point. Okay. All right. So I'm going to... I'll carry Drakthar. Okay. I'll manage <gasps> the chest. Yep. Are we going to take Auric out as well? I think we should. That's why, that's why I was sort of working about the logistics of this. Um... Yeah, Tarathiel has a strength of eight, so I don't know that I'm carrying anyone out of here. Um, I'm Cheer also can't, can't climb anything by myself, let alone dragging a body. How, how much is that chest of loot weigh? Uh, you didn't take the copper, so 70 pounds. 
You can carry that, can't you, Trithio? I don't know. Can I? Where's my weight? You can. It's not a matter of, again, where you grip it. You guys have an 85-foot cliff. I mean, we got rope. I, I, I don't. I don't want to like spend 20 minutes thinking about the logistics of carrying loot. But like, you know, what, what do y'all want to do? You you want to carry the loot out? You want to carry Drakthar down? Cool. Uh, or do some checks. Orc is still in the the, the throne room. Well, we got to so go not... through the throne room to get out of here. Right. Exactly. Um, so, really, what well, all we're talking about is. A couple of checks, climbing down and climbing back up. Okay. Um, again, I don't want to go into like every minutia detail trying to get all this stuff out. It's okay. You got you. You have rope. You can. You have a way. Yeah, yeah. Fer- um, Ferzan will take care of most of the like assisting with lowering people down with rope, lowering the chest down with rope, lowering the bodies down with rope, and then on the other side he'll climb up, anchor the rope. You know, pull the things up that need to be pulled up. I mean, he's got a with those with those gauntlets. He's got a nineteen strength. So he can he can lift um, eleven hundred pounds. Yeah, you so. you are a mule for sure. So you you plan on like lifting everybody or lowering everybody on the rope, and then you climb. So basically, you need to make four climb checks. Climb checks is what I'm hearing. Okay. Okay. So the first two are to get down. The second two are to get back up. And with with the rope, does that add anything advantage or anything? Uh, it does give you advantage but you're leaving your rope behind when you climb down good point um well, you get multiple ropes i guess it wouldn't really matter yeah I, I, I'm, I'm not gonna leave i'm not gonna leave the rope so i'll climb down manuel Just straight up okay e. uh give me two athletics checks okay and all of the important bits have been lowered so if he does fall yeah. he's not gonna crush anything every yeah you've got all your stuff you've got the bodies you're good 12 and, and you're good 13. all right i got a you make bit it down there. no problem you go okay. across the uh cavernous floor mm-hmm. see the bats all in the belfry go across give me two more to climb back up okay good <laughs> and sensing a pattern and okay. good all right no problem you climb back up drop the rope down haul your crap back up and you are back in the throne room with the two dead goblins and faceless orc. Now he's got a head. It's just like his face is being peeled off. I don't know if that's better or worse it's visually, worse. but these um, um, sleeping bags, for lack of a better term, can we wrap orc in one of them? Um, <laughs> these goblin bedding things. It's it's more like hay and straw. Oh, okay. All right. It's not like a yeah. Um, okay. But again, you guys have blankets in your packs and things oh, like that. True. You could you could wrap him up, no problem. Sure, okay. Give him a little bit of respect. Yep. Uh, all right. You have Auric wrapped up, carried over your shoulder. You got a bag of a chest of loot. Um, what are y'all doing? Head out the way we came, I guess. So you're heading up. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. Um, to the soyfus. So I. Uh, we can go down these stairs, right through the little, the room with the animal pen, so we don't have to climb. We don't have to climb down. Ah, those are stairs okay. down to the the floor area, the lower area. Yep. Do we want to check back with our quote unquote friends and tell them that it's done? 
I suppose we can when we get to that intersection up there. Um, I mean, I, I can run up there and knock on the door. We can we could summon a giant rock and tie a note to it. <laughs> that would work. Just imagine they get a knock on the door and they open it. There's this huge bird. <laughs> it's Candy just... Graham. Are y'all talking about Corlander and Kalif? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because they said they were going to lock themselves back in there. Yes. And you feel certain that Kalif was going to make sure that happened. Yeah. So, yeah, when we get to the intersection of where I am pinging, right yep. there, yeah, yep. I'll just hang a left and then go up there. There is a ladder here, right? There is a ladder there. <laughs> That's a ladder. Yes. All right. So I'll go up there and knock on the door. Dump Oric out on the floor, climb up the ladder. All right. Unceremoniously I mean, dump him. Uh, or take him with you. That's no, okay. no, no I'll, I'll leave him on the ground. Okay. <laughs> Weekend at Bernie's him over to the door. Yeah. <laughs> Have, Have him, him knock. knock on the door. <laughs> you knock on the door. Uh, you hear Corlander. Yes. Took care of Drakthor. Really? That still is that drink. wonderful news. Uh, I will buy you all around if I see you up in Cauldron. All right. Take care. And head on out. You hear a female voice. Yeah, you too. <laughs> Man, we should get business cards printed. We could have given them to him. We might have got some work with the Blue Duke. Yeah, <laughs> not a bad idea. <laughs> so I'm just switching the map over to take a look at it. There's nothing going on. So you guys are out. You're back up to the boathouse. <laughs> is there a boat sure floating in the pool did I say did, oh, you did bath <laughs> house we just, we just assume you took it on purpose now yeah no, I know not that time I don't know why Just I know more boat bath, now I'm saying boat I know more boat houses than I know bath houses so it's just uh, a thing alright you are back in the bath house two dead bodies chest of loot uh, it's probably like three in the afternoon. The next oh, day. Oh, is it? Oh. Yeah, y'all didn't need our rest. Yeah, we That's slept. Right. Let's take Drakthar and get him some sun. <laughs> Drag him out. <laughs> uh, stake in chest. Get a couple of uh, people giving you a wide berth as you step out into this busy street in a major metropolitan area. Everybody I, I, move. I, I hang a lantern on it. I wave as vampire or take care of vampire. Vampire. Nothing to see here, unless you've never seen a vampire. In which case, yes. get in. It's it's cool. <laughs> Turn the bathhouse into to like a uh, a sideshow. Yeah. Five copies to see the vampire. Who wants to see a vampire? Did uh, your portrait you... taken? Only two silver. <laughs> Portraits to the left, vampires to the right. <laughs> you step out into the sunlight. We also drag Drathar, Drath, Drakthar into the sunlight, and nothing happens. The stake's still there. He still looks the same. The sunlight has no perceivable effect. Is it real um, sunlight? It appears to be. <laughs> However, it's raining like a son of a bitch. It is monsoon season. But still, I mean, that wouldn't stop 
sun yeah. from burn. It'll be daylight. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, crap. Okay. This is the temple then. Maybe he's Second. only a half vampire. I don't Do know. we need to get back to the temple and talk to yes. Genya, maybe? Yes, yes, yes. With 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 Oric as well, I suppose. Oh, we right. could we could go to the temple of Weejas. Oh, for Oric. <laughs> we still get, got a bogo special going on until the end of the yeah. We uh... get we get two two cremations for the price of one. I didn't think we were going to need one for the vampire, but why do you think I had it in the commercial? <laughs> <laughs> That's called DMing right there. That's planning ahead. Pre- preparation is key. Foreshadowing. Shepherding. <laughs> oh, so, Weejas, or are you going to go see Jinya? I, I think Jinya first. I think Jinya. All right. Yeah. All right. That's probably wise. Um, so, you guys are literally on the other side of town, hauling a chest of two dead bodies through the streets of Cauldron. Midday. Only one of them is available, or is, is visible. The other one's wrapped in a blanket or something right the one, one of them looks like a body wrapped in a blanket yeah <laughs> yes yes but why would we hide one body when we're clearly carrying another one openly dragging one by the foot the other one's nice wrapped up burrito style <laughs> over his shoulder so well, well we walk like there's nothing wrong mm-hmm. no one will have a problem with it <laughs> look around everybody else like why don't you have two dead bodies what's wrong I with just, you vampire <laughs> Tarathiel pulls out a clipboard. Yes. <laughs> yes. Anyone with a clipboard is meant to be there. It's, just a, it's a known know. fact. Yes, the SEP clipboard. <laughs> Somebody, Somebody else's, else's problem. If some if someone says anything, Fairzon will just look at them and just say, it's two for one at the house of Weejas. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you have inspiration? Yeah, inspiration. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah, but... but it's that way. <laughs> Why are you going? We're getting anyway. the coupon from Jenny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scenic route. Uh, so we, you guys We have a are... ticket in the queue, but we had some <laughs> other things to do. So, <laughs> Y'all are heading around the crater to get to uh, the house of St. Cuthbert. You are actually stopped by a patrol. Mm-hmm. Um, they come up to you looking. You guys are actually somewhat well-known at least you can tell the guards know who you are because yeah. they come up to you and you are adventurers right like you're the super yeah. you're the, the rock stars they stop you in the street and what looks like maybe the uh the sergeant of this group steps forward and cocks his head a little bit do you do you three need to help is there anything that we can do for you you have is there anything not do you guys... right now it looks like uh, a we're heading we're heading to the chap the temple of saint cuthbert to talk to Jinya about these two bodies unless you're just, an expert on vampires he just takes a couple of steps back you are clear to yeah, go so, so I, I i push up uh Drakthar's lip he still has pointed teeth right yes he does yes he does yeah see <laughs> Uh, as you were, um, we will Sorry escort you. Spectacle. We just didn't know a different way to do it. 
we will make sure you get to uh we'll make sure you get to the the church and they escort you to see to the uh church of saint cuthbert uh church. when you get to the front they get one of you guys to get me a cappuccino while we're at it <laughs> <laughs> you guys want anything twist of lemon they got uh, a chino machine or, orange whip orange whip orange whip yeah. uh, three, three this... orange whips <laughs> you hear one of them I ain't getting them coffee <laughs> you uh you get to the temple and they stop at the doors and just kind of bow out they nod thank you wave you and head on up head on out and you do you pass several other patrols in the way and they all kind of give you the i mean it's a strange scene right you've got a giant you've got an alien and you've got a short guy <laughs> carrying two dead bodies and a massive chest over it you know so that's something you see every day you step into the church. Uh, one of the acolytes runs and grabs Jinya, who comes out, uh, and she takes in the scene as well. She's not quite as taken aback because she told her about some of the things that happened, and she's yeah, used like, to seeing you guys. Um, what happened? Things did not go as planned. What was your plan? Uh, to find we, Orc we alive. We... <laughs> oh, is he dead? I certainly hope so. Sadly, I, she... I lay him down and I, I pull the cloth off his face. She gasps. Oh my gosh! And she covers his face back up. What happened? It's we described very, the chair of doom. Yeah, a very uh, unfriendly piece of furniture. Yeah. With inappropriate upholstery. Yeah, I thought it was a construct, but apparently it was necromancy of some kind. Really? Yeah. And this, and, and she looks at the body, this apparently Drakthar? We're, this is Drakthar? We staked him, like you said, and we drug him out in the sun, but I guess he's dead? Did nothing happen in the sun? No. No. Well, that's odd. Um, why don't you leave him with me, with us, and we'll make sure that he never walks again. Okay. We'll, uh, we'll do some prayers, put him in some running water, and leave him out in the sunlight for a couple of days. <laughs> just, <laughs> just to see what happens. We'll throw the book at him, literally. It just goes go through the list. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Got some roses, feet off or something. Because <laughs> feet off, uh, coppers uh, on the eyes. You know everything. We we may even incorporate some of the priests of Weejas to get their opinion on what needs to be done. But uh, we will certainly make sure that Drakthar is done. And when you're doing this, if if it. Turns out he's not a vampire. If you could let him let us know what he is, because he certainly felt like a vampire, but he's not behaving like one now. So I don't know what's going on. I will, I will, because I'm a little perplexed myself. I, he should, when he hits sunlight, he should have turned to ash. Um, yes, I'll be happy to. We'll do some research. Um, and would you happen to know what the rights are for Oric? Um, I don't know much about Auric, uh, but we could certainly make some prayers 
to some dwarven gods. Um, there so may there's be a Smith- temple beneath his house to dwarven god 73. I can't remember his Morden. name. Morden. Um, <laughs> so, and he was very interested in in the in the shrine. So I think he was a worshiper of Morden. Okay, uh, I don't know them obviously by heart, but I could certainly look them up, and we will make sure the rites are completed. Okay. Would you like to attend? Is this something you'd want to be there for? Yeah, I liked Oric. He was a he was a good friend. I'm sorry that we couldn't save him. Okay, we can set aside some time, schedule it, and you let us know when's best for you. Okay. We'll keep him reposed until the time that you're ready. Uh, and she waves over some acolytes, and they pick up the body. And she, you know, holds her hands out like, is this okay, you know, that they take the body? Fine with me. I looked at everybody else. I mean. Yeah, as, as long as he's being looked after. Yep. Yeah, we will treat him with utmost respect. Um, and they, they they pick up the body. They they wrap him back up and they carry him uh, out of the out of the main hall, as well as they take uh, Drakthar's body and drag him out. Um, what's anything else going on? Anything you need me for? Don't think um, so. I mean, I try to describe the chair what it did to us and those kinds of things. Maybe, she, I mean, if it was undead, maybe she wouldn't have an idea of what kind of creature this was. You, and then apparently the whole place was filled with fog. And then after it died, the fog went away. Do you three have a few moments, maybe 15, 20 minutes? Check yes. His watch. Yes. Yeah? Check the sundial. I would say wait till the rain ends. It's cloudy. We'll probably end for another two or three weeks. She she hurries back into her uh, her office, comes back out, and she's got basically a, 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 a blank journal. And she asks you details. Can you tell me what it looked like? And she's trying to sketch it. And she's, you know, what happened when this happened? Ask you about the fear scream and you get yeah. bitten on the butt and, you know, all the everything about it. She's just asking yeah. all these questions and she's taking very, very uh, diligent notes. Um, is she, is she trying to sketch it as well? She does. Okay. She's not no, the best artist. artist in the world, but she, we she's have trying. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I can, I can assist her, help her. Oh, she, she are, uh, by all means, if you can draw it, that would help me tremendously. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Life size. <laughs> well, a real close look at it. Yeah, uh, what yeah. would you like me to roll for that? Um, what gives you the ability to have art? Um, proficiency with painter supplies. So, okay. Um, it still takes. That'll work. Give me that roll. Okay. Uh, use a uh, intelligence. Or uh, uh, yeah, go e- either intelligence. Uh, I think intelligence is probably the best, just as maybe a memory thing or anything. Okay. okay. Uh, let's see. How can I do that? Nope. Well, we know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> what? What if I just do this? Does that? Does that roll? If you if you click on the the tools themselves, it'll roll. Oh, in in the equipment. Yeah. 
painters. That's the first time I've I've seen Fezan's last name. Hmm? Yeah, <laughs> it's certainly a mouth Cal- mouthful. Calrectamasha. Yes, Calrectamasha. Is that gnomish? It is. Um, <laughs> I believe it's got a glandular problem. I believe technically it's giant. I don't remember exactly where I found it. Um, it is. So I, I had I had had this idea of that the um, Goliath people have this uh, family name that is they keep adding to it. So the the Cal clan uh, was was the original line, and then as they as they moved around, it was the Calrec clan, then Calrecta. And so now it's it has gotten to Kalrek Tamasha, so that is his family. But it is it's kind of passed down from from however many generations. And it, when someone does something, um, you know, noteworthy when when the, yeah noteworthy or well, not necessarily noteworthy, but when they do something uh, grand, like they've completed you know some giant quest or they've you know moved to a new place, then they will give themselves a new root name basically um and they start started over so i i want to know the story behind the masha suffix that (laughs) one sounds very interesting yeah yeah. (laughs) i i I don't know that it that i've come up with like how each each of the syllables has gotten have gotten tacked on um but I, i also had an idea that they you know since since it gets so complicated that they they have nicknames um, it's about to say you have an old enough clan, you'll sound like an Icelandic town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, at, at, at <laughs> some Welsh. point, the at the some Welsh? point, a mountain is not going to support that many Goliaths, and they have to move, and they have to, you know, kind of restart. So, yeah, that's that's my kind of headcanon story of the way I, the way I've seen them, you know, over time. But his so his Take clan it. that's pretty cool. Been, I like that because we are a giant gets to a new mountain is like. Right, this is where we're going to live now. And now we're Bob. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Bob Mountain. Clan the Bob. Correct. What's the last name? Calrectamasha. Calrectamasha Bob. No, no, no. When they, when they get to a new place, they start again. So it would just be Bob. And then it would be Bob Rect. <laughs> I like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I do. Uh, Considering we don't, there are no Goliaths in forgot in uh, Greyhawk. We're kind of making this up for Greyhawk, having Goliaths. So you've just created canon for Goliaths in Greyhawk. Good job. Well, there you go. Uh, there you go. Uh, unfortunately, his uh, uh, he used a cannon on with his pa- pa- painter <laughs> supplies and only got an eight on the roll. So so eight is not terrible. I mean that is that's a success. I mean, is it a masterpiece? Is it a work of art? Well, it's a work of art, but is it a masterpiece? No, but it's good enough. Like, the other two that were with you, you know, standing over your shoulder as you draw, were like, oh, yeah, wow, that's, I mean, that's really close. That's, yeah. And you all three just kind of nod as you hand it back to Jenya. Like, this is a pretty good approximation what this thing looked like. And she, I mean, she looks at it, and she looks at you guys again. My goodness, you, uh, you certainly have, Adventurers, I, I will see what I can find out. Um, the the head priest of our order is coming back from Sasserine in the next couple of days, so uh, I'll be able to speak with him and see if we can find out what it is that 
this thing is. Um, as well as uh, he has a lot more knowledge about undead and uh, to that point vampires than I do. So give us a couple of days, uh, maybe a week. You'll be tired from travels. And we'll, I'll see what I can find out from him. Thank you. Um, do you, I guess I ask you three, do you mind if I go down and look at this Temple of Morden sometime? I think we should escort you because it's not completely empty. Oh. Well, uh, how well, um, how, uh, you let me know when it's empty. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's okay. It, it, it's also that Oryx is not the only entrance, so other things could get in at any time. Oryx is. Oh, I see. Yeah. Ferzon huh. kind of crosses his arms. He says, You know how every basement leads to the, the underdark and, and danger in, in this city? Yeah, I've started to notice that. Yeah. This one leads to a tunnel to the outside. To, to the side of the mountain? To the side of the volcano? That's our understanding. Seems to be. Oh my goodness. There were, a team, like, uh... there were a team of mercenaries that had made their way through this tunnel into the um, the rooms underneath Oryx's bathhouse. Why? It was a way in that they could get through that the guards wouldn't notice them. They were sent by someone. Well, that sounds unsafe. It does. And at last point, they were still in the rooms down there. Okay. I'll, I'll stay here. You let me know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I am very yeah. interested in seeing this temple, though. The, the vampire guy was one of them, originally, apparently, before he was a vampire. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Oh. So he was one of the mercenaries, and now he's... He got vampirated. Something happened to him. Interesting. Maybe uh, um, we don't need to tell the guards about the secret entrance into the city, because it could be useful. Agreed. Uh, if you don't want me to talk about it, I won't talk about it. Not yet. We need we need answers first before we ring that bell. I think. Okay. <clears throat> All right. The last the last time we told the guards about a passage to the tunnels under the city, they commandeered it, and then they wouldn't let us go back down there. I see. Well. I, you have Saint Cuthbert's word that I won't speak to anyone until you tell me it's okay. Do you have any closets you've never opened? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a salesman. Do you have any closets? Where do, where do all your stairs go? <laughs> I just. Did you just propose? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think it's the start of an infomercial. <laughs> I, not in this temple. Okay. Are you looking for something? No, it just seems like a question we should maybe ask everyone we ever meet ever. <laughs> Did Just you based know on past experience, <laughs> everybody has a a wardrobe to Narnia apparently in their in their 
basement. Yeah, yeah except yeah, everything down there is awful. Seems that way. Mm-hmm. Just like Narnia. Well, we do have, <laughs> uh, we do have an underground here, but it's part of the temple. And as far as I know, it doesn't lead anywhere else or to any underdarkish areas. No. Maybe check on that. Anyway, <laughs> um, <sure> we, <laughs> we slept in a cave, so I think maybe we should go back to the tavern and have a bit of a rest. Sounds good. <laughs> um, she looks at you and she can tell that some of you guys have had some wounds and she heals you completely. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Um, Fez looking... not going to develop fangs or anything, right? He got bit a lot by that chair. Uh... I certainly hope not. <laughs> he like like holds his arm up, and there's like four bites along his arm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, I mean, you've got dozens. You have you got chewed up. <laughs> and when she heals you, they heal up. You know, there's no scarring with magical healing and yada yada. But she saw them as she's healing you, and you know, you it wasn't one or two bites. Like mm-hmm. every face <laughs> on that chair was just gnawing on you the whole time. Yeah. Um, he, he, and he I wonder, looks- you know. Go ahead. I was just, I was just gonna say in a in a magical realm where there's magical healing, did 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 chicks still dig scars? Is that a thing that still carries? <laughs> well, most people don't have access to it, and if they did, uh, it would require some sort of uh, prior authorization or um, insurance to get that magical healing. Uh, so, right. nice. Yeah, it's not magical, available. Magical healing is not covered by the, by the no. basic package. Yeah. No, it is not. It's not. So you lose a lot of scars. <laughs> you would think it'd be more expensive to like run a hospital, but okay. <laughs> All Before right. Before we leave, yes. I asked Jinya, have you ever heard of someone called the Blue Duke? Uh, she thinks. I mean, sure. I, I've. It sounds familiar. I've heard the name before. I mean, I, when, when you were describing it to us, it sounded sort of folklore yeah. And I'm not really a folklore kind of person of this realm. So it's like, you know, my grasp on it was tenuous at best. That's why I'm asking her. Maybe sure. if there's more folklore. I <laughs> I know I've heard that name before. And, you know, she you can see her like looking up and like checking, you know, thinking back. I I don't know where I remember, but I've heard of it. I've heard. Uh, why do you ask? We came across some people that were talking about the Blue Duke, and I had no idea who this person was. That's I was just curious. Uh, Who's taking gosh. pictures of you, Matt? Yeah, I was messing with the screen by accident. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> Flash photography. Uh, I'll think about it. I, I don't remember. I know I've heard the name before, I've, or at least in passing. Okay. Right now, I, I, I'm not sure that I do. Okay. Um, again, I'll ask. Uh, I'll ask the head priest when he gets here. And, and uh, would it, he, would it be head okay priest, to roll an insight just to make sure that there's not any uh, shenanigans going on with her ans- answers? Sure. Okay. I think she's telling the truth. She again in the list. Uh, you do think she's telling the truth. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks, fine. She'll remember your mistrust. 
<laughs> Jenny will remember this. Yes, your raised How... eyebrow was obvious to her. <laughs> How dare you thinkingly question me? Uh, when High Priest Harkum gets back, I will be certain to ask him about the chair and the and Drakthar. And I'll see if he knows Blue Duke. I mean, he's a fairly knowledgeable guy. Anything else? Don't think so. Not right now. Can't think All of right. anything else that, that I've. Um. No, no. I don't think we have any other names that we need to ask about. The last name I have before Orc was Kelmus, but I think he's the acolyte in the Weejoss, um place. Yes. Okay. Uh, so uh, um, Ferzon will. What what is their what is their like traditional greeting? Is it a, like a handshake or do they have a phrase or like a bow? Or they, I mean, we visited them enough at this point. Is there like a you know peace be with you sort of thing or that they say? Uh, like truth and honor. Oh. Uh, may may the hand of Saint Cuthbert guide your way. Let the just uh, you know things like that, more, okay. more like a justice thing, and like most religions, there's like 58 different ways to say hello. So okay. you just kind of <laughs> pick or choose yeah. whichever way you want to agree. What's What's kind of interesting, and like maybe it might be just a little lost in translation, is that Eugenia is coming across mild, but priests of Saint Cuthbert are butt kickers. Yes, like, they are full on butt kickers. But priests, paladins, yes, they are very, very much. I mean, so he's... traditional greeting is just a slap in the face. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Hello. I see your strength. With a mace. Yeah. <laughs> mace check. Pow. <laughs> <laughs> will kind of nod and, and say one of those, one of those, uh, you know, short phrases and, and that'll be it for him. She smiles to you as well. Yep. And as you're walking out, you hear her yell behind you, and don't fall for that wee jazz lie. It's not two for one. It is there are hidden costs. They will. It's a ripoff. Don't go there. <laughs> it's, it's a uh, it's a pyramid scheme. Come here. We will take care. We will turn those bodies for just a fraction of the price. If you buy one, we lock in the price for the second one. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, what is the plan now? Call it four o'clock in the afternoon. Um, because of the way the the, the uh, buildings are, it is almost dark, especially considering the uh, thick clouds and rain. So, um, what do y'all plan on doing? So, I, I know we kind of hastily left, left Oryx, but um, could we have locked the door? Like, so sure. we have gotten the key yeah, to the front yeah, door or course, locked course. it. No problem. Um, also, could we have found the key to Oryx's house? Like, did he have a key ring or something like that? It was on his, his body. Yeah, he had yeah. it on. Because I, I would like to check his apartment to see if there's any information about his relatives, right? Or someone that's, to talk to. That's what I wanted to ask if, if she knew of his, any relatives. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, if he had any, maybe there's some mention of it in his stuff. Yeah. yeah. All right. In his apartment. So uh, the keychain had three keys on it, four, <clears throat> uh, four keys on it. Um, 
figure at least two of them are ones for his apartment, ones for the bathhouse. Uh, one of them smaller probably fits that chest that Tarathiel found at oh, one yeah. point. And yeah. the fourth one, uh, more than likely that door that was locked that goes down into the uh, pit of hell. <laughs> it's only ever been used once. Yes, he never used it. We also want to hang a uh, uh, closed, you know, out of business sort of sign. But... Well, he was closed during the day normally, right? Yes. Yeah, but he's going to open yeah. up we soon. Can, we can put like a closed for renovations so people will find alternatives. <laughs> yeah. Closed for cleanup. Yeah. Uh, well, people are putting their boats somewhere else. But yeah, I'd like to lock that door and then I'd like to alarm it. So I guess what I'm saying is I'd like to go back to his place. All right. That would make more sense than retconning a lot of that stuff. You have yeah. the key. You locked it on the way out. No problem. You go see Jenya. You want to go back. Yeah. You want to alarm it. Uh, alarm is what? Eight hours? Uh, how long does it last? Let me look. I think it's eight hours, but let me look. Alarm, alarm, alarm. It's eight hours. Eight hours. <laughs> okay. So you head back to uh, the bathhouse and you alarm the front door? The door going down. Okay. The door going down. No problem. Um, and so the three of us can go through without setting it off. But anybody else should set it off. Okay. Um, and then just, you know, lock it up on the way out unless y'all want to look around. No. And then go up to his apartment and see if we can't find anything, you know, next to Ken, that kind of stuff. All right, you head up. Address. In case of brutal face removal, please. <laughs> yeah. There, his will. That. Specific... His contingencies on his will. I, I go and clear his browser Lots history. Enough, there's one for that. Clear his browser history. Um, you go up to his apartment above the bathhouse, and kind of Spartan. Um, don't really think. I mean, he's been here for a while. It's obvious. He's bless, bless you, Virginia. Says go with Saint Cuthbert. I did mute so the people way. on the stream didn't hear me sneeze. God, I think there's spit on my screen over here. That was enormous. <laughs> Um, Fezzan launches out of the city. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, fairly Spartan, but you see some uh, dwarven iconography on the walls. Um, he does have a journal. Uh, you look through the journal, and it's not so much about his family. It's about the old adventuring group he was with, mm-hmm. um, which is where he found... It talks about where he found this journal. It was in uh, uh, some crypts to the north... Um, and it was actually during that specific delve, that specific adventure, where he found the, um, the the everlasting bottle of water that he lost his eye and he decided to retire from. Uh, yeah, he took, an, he took an arrow to the eye. No, no he, Mike. Uh, no, Mike. He wasn't looking that. at it and said, he did not look at it and <laughs> said, Geyser. Geyser? <laughs> 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 He just uh, high pressure water hoses his own eyeball out. <laughs> my eye. Uh, um, well, I guess I'm opening a bathhouse now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and um, because losing, because losing, because losing the eye, uh, worried about adventuring, getting himself hurt, he decided to retire, and figured this the best way to make some money was to use this thing to open the bathhouse, which is what he did um, a couple of years ago. He's not been in Cauldron very long. 
It's also dwarven, so him being able to even find a place, he does not own the bathhouse. He rents the property from a uh, from a noble nobleman. Um, those details aren't in the journal, but does make mention of uh, having the information back at the uh, courthouse of town. Um, pretty much after he retires, he stops writing. There's not much written after that. Uh, the adventuring group is based out of Greyhawk City. So it's not really, it's which is thousands of miles away from here. Do they have a, is it a named adventuring group or are their names listed? It is. I just happened to have forgotten, hoping you wouldn't ask. (laughs) Send them a note. Simon and Adrian. (laughs) There is. uh, He's making it up as it goes along. You could could use my my, uh, one technique that we use it in our game. It's a uno and dos. (laughs) 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 Those randomly named NPCs. Uh, Alan Depp, Anazar, and Moonbrook. Actually, it does not mention the name of it uh, in his journal because it doesn't mention the name of it in the adventure. It just says he was part of an adventuring group um, where he lost an eye in his final travels and found the decanter of endless water. Decides, he decided at that point to settle down and open a bathhouse. There are names. There is a adventuring troop listed in the journal. Uh, it's in Dwarven and you can't translate it right now so you'll have to ask later okay I'll, I'll refrain from casting comprehend languages yeah that, that would take too long <laughs> yeah uh, yeah, I won't do that now <clears throat> you guys know what this means it means this property is going back on the market which means that once we clear it out it would probably be okay to tell somebody else about it because it's not like we're going to be able to own it or anything. I mean, we do have plenty of <clears throat> silver. We could rent it. So, Is that uh, what you want? You want to rent a house with a pit of hell in the basement? I mean, nobody else would. Who, who else? <laughs> who better to have a, a, a pit? Stairway, stairway to hell, than than an adventuring party. Um, no, I, I did have, I did have a thought though. Um, did we ever find out if um, um, what was the Gelv? Did he, did Gelv own his house? Yes, that was generational. Okay, okay, okay. his family actually moved out of uh, Jadarun and took over the house generations ago. Right. Okay. All right. All, right, all right, all right, all right. I was trying to think that maybe that this nobleman is uh, is setting people up with with you know bad housing. You know? Yes. <laughs> like, oh, oh we have Aldrin. a house on the market. Would you like to rent it? <laughs> Seventh plane ahead. No, I was was definitely thinking that I uh, would like to own a property with a an entrance slash exit into out of the city that doesn't go past the gate the gates. You know, those caverns are big enough, they could be hangars. <laughs> airships. I'm thinking airships. Or <laughs> dragons. Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> okay. We'll, we'll, you can we'll sweep put... it out while we look for the first one. <laughs> we'll, 
We'll, we'll put a pin in that one. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Tarathil doesn't know what Keldun has access to. Maybe he has several airships. <laughs> no airships. Uh, no airships. Dragons. I don't think I they feel like I've been lied right to. Been misrepresented. <laughs> um, I guess I'm a little concerned about leaving this place unwatched, but whatever. I'd rather sleep in a bed. Okay. I don't particularly want to sleep in our ex bed. That just feels oh dis- disrespectful. Didn't even consider that. <laughs> I think it'd be kind of small for all three of us anyway. It's dwarven size. <laughs> For sure. So I, mean, I, I, I don't mind for, being the little spoon. Farazan could lay across <laughs> the other way and just drape over, you know. Nope. Headed back to the tavern. Unless unless there's anything else of interest here. Farazan's <laughs> like, out. Out. I guess he likes being the little spoon. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So Farazan's voting for back to... The uh, drunk and more cough. Mm-hmm. A place yep. with no spoons. <laughs> there is no spoon. <laughs> it's actually yeah. it's a sign on the on the wall as you come in. There are no spooning here. <laughs> is that the general consensus? Uh, yes, I yeah. think so. Okay. What is that? Fourteen. Fourteen. Sorry. Oh, uh, don't have the map up. Let's yep, see. Yep, yep. It's fourteen. Is correct. Yep. So it's early dinner time. Um, go to the Drunken Morkoth. A um, couple of regulars are in there. You see Nalini fluttering around between tables, taking orders. You see the bartender standing at the behind the bar. He nods when you walk in. Nalini just kind of waves and smiles. Keeps fluttering around. <laughs> what, are y'all going to eat? Go to bed? Are y'all done for the day? What's, yes. What do y'all think? I would like to get some meat and ale. Okay. Yeah. So you have a seat. Melina comes up. What can I get you? Uh, meat ale. and ale, please. This is the two of you. <laughs> All around. Uh, I'll have whatever is the most expensive thing on the menu. Oh, cool. Show. Looks over at uh, Frazon. <laughs> What a very, very large bowl of stew. Thank you. Show. And she bounces off. Yeah, they have a 5,000 gold piece <laughs> bottle of, you know, champagne from 300 years ago on top of the bar. Sorry, I'll, I'll pay <laughs> it off be, doing dishes. All do you have. Um, <laughs> she bounces off. She goes, puts the order in. A couple minutes later, comes back with the drinks. A little bit later, comes back with the food. It is as it always is pretty good um and being this is a tropical area that exports or uh exotic fruits everything's got like a plantainish feel or jerk this or uh pineapple you know somewhat somewhat of a tropical treat in this area fish meals everything's great on the house oh thank you it has been for a while lord velantru has been paying for your room and board at the drunken Morkoth, if you don't remember, after saving the children, uh, you have not been paying rent or paying for your meals here. Um, I guess it's only been a couple days in it has. game it's, time. So, and we, we haven't been here. 
Like you went here last night. Yeah, you've been sleeping on the floor of a cave for the most part. Um, Guys, this has been the weirdest and most profitable week of my entire life. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what we're doing tomorrow, but I'm looking forward to it. (laughs) It is is unusual. I've never actually had this much money, that is for sure. Have you uh, found wisdom yet? I, I have not. I've learned a few things not to do. <laughs> that is how you gain wisdom. Yes. <laughs> Failure wisdom is. equals wisdom. <laughs> so you bed down for the night. Yes. Yes. Uh, and um, with the the chest, um, he it, Farzan would have put that up upstairs first, but then, um, you know, probably leave it with someone a bit more perceptive than Farzan. Like an alarm spell. <laughs> How many of those can you have active at once? Yeah, there's no one. There's only one. Yeah. They're not, I thought they were concentrations. Not concentration. Nope. Cool. All right. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Leave it All with right, Calhoun so and his alarm spell then. You alarm it, <laughs> eat your dinner, have your food and drinks, talk to Nalini a little bit, and call it a night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> I take a, I'd like to take a little bit of time because we've got some time left before you we do. can actually yeah. get ahead. I, I'm not trying to uh, force you, but there's something to do spells. Scribe these spells? Yes. Okay. Just um, take care of the cost. Just take um, it. It's, what, an hour per spell level or something like that in 5e? I haven't really paid too it's, much attention. It's. I will look it up. <clears throat> it's like 50 gold a spell level unless it's... 50 gold and an hour duration. per spell level unless it's duration, I believe. That's half of all that. Okay. okay. So, we got... Six hours. So whatever yeah, you can get I'll done just, in six hours, yeah. you just take care of it. That's fine. Okay. Um, Anything else? We've got uh, we've got a hundred and sixteen gold pieces each worth of silver. So does that make sense? Eleven hundred and sixty-six pieces of silver each from the chest. Okay. Can we get that changed to gold or gems? You do the, you'd have to do it at the bank, which at this point is closed. So yeah, you could. You can eventually for sure. Okay, okay. But the I, and, and I, I do apologize for pa, pa, uh, piling on. Um, is this the s- second day after we went down there? Um, trying, I'm trying to determine whether or not my staff is done yet. Uh, you are fairly certain it'll be done tomorrow. Okay, that's what I was thinking. I didn't, wasn't yep. sure if this was tomorrow or if tomorrow. Tomorrow, happen. no, tomorrow hasn't happened. Tomorrow happens tomorrow. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> then yes. uh, Verizon will go upstairs, push the two beds together, and go back to sleep. <laughs> and put his foot on it. <laughs> All right. Y'all crash. Do a long rest successfully. Hooray. Wake up the next morning. And when we start... Next week, you will be level five. Hooray! Oh, nice. So level up. Can we we go ahead and five? Yes. Have yourself leveled up to level five when when we play Thursday. Because this Thursday, we're doing the vignettes. All right, cool. Um, We've been talking about it for a while. I've been putting it off because of time. But we are going to try to do the vignettes this Thursday. Try to do all three of them. Just depends on how long they go. 
I'd like to start at nine o'clock. I'm not sure who's going to go first, but we'll just do them until we get done or if it gets too late. So if you guys that are in the chat or listening would like to join us, it will be live streaming Thursday night, 9 p.m. to do each individual character's little one-off. Oh, wait. That we've got planned out. I'm sorry. Uh-oh. There, there may be a conflict. Too late. Yeah, there may be a okay. conflict. Oh, oh. Okay, okay. That's right. You've got game night Thursday. So, uh, yeah, we'll we'll put it on Discord or something if, if we have to change it. If that's okay. All right. Um, Plus, if you like and subscribe to the Twitch channel, you get a notification when we go live. This is true. <laughs> so, you may have a conflict. Uh, why don't we just go ahead and pick a different night? Like Wednesday... Uh, can't do Friday. So how about Wednesday night? I picked Thursday because I was thinking only of me. I wasn't thinking about anybody else because that's my short day. So <laughs> Wednesday is Wednesday is fine. I, I was just a, a uh, I my part. I do have something earlier that evening, but I don't know when it ends. So I I don't yeah. think it'll be a problem because I think it'll be done by eight. So I think that should be fine. On Wednesday. Yes. Yes. Wednesday, Mike. That's Thursday so. morning. Sounds, sounds fine. Yep. Heath, Wednesday night. Um, that's day after I, tomorrow. I think that'll be fine. Okay. I think that'll be fine. All right, then we are going to shoot to do this Wednesday night, nine p.m. <laughs> Eastern Standard Non-Daylight Savings Time, uh, and see how this goes. I've never done this before, and I don't think any of you guys have before. So nope. we will see how this. Uh, See how this fiasco ends up. <laughs> when Thanks for joining Wednesday. Us. Uh-huh. Yes. We get Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah. Win yet. Thanks for joining us in chat. We had some new people. Hope you enjoyed yourself. We will see you Wednesday. Wednesday. See you then. Have a good one. Bye, y'all. Join the Discord. Bye, y'all.